Welcome to the Nursing Connect podcast. My name is Ava. I'm the chief executive and founder of the remote nurse staffing agency, Nursing Connect. And on this podcast, we talk about all things remote nursing. And today we're going to get into utilization management. We're going to talk about how to get into it. What is it? And how do you even do it remotely as a nurse? Today, we have a very special guest on today, and I'm going to let the guest introduce herself. Welcome, Andrea. Hi, I'm Andrea Brown. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for being on the show. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yes. Let's get right into it. So can you tell us a little bit about your nursing journey and how you even made the transition into remote work? Yes. I've been a nurse for 30 years. I've done um, nursing home, long-term acute care, and then I've done um, home care. And just happenstance, I was doing home care and um, a Medicare uh, um, administrative company that do Medicare contracts contacted me and wanted me to do medical review for them. And that's how I got started. So you're like, this is contract work for you? Um, the job that I have now, I, I work for United Healthcare. And so that's a permanent job, but I have worked so many different contracts through different agencies and um, travel. I've also traveled and done it also. That is so cool. You said you've been a nurse for 30 years. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> because welcome. it's kind of hard to sit. Well, the way it is now, it's hard for a nurse to stay in the profession up to 30 years. So when you see a nurse that's been a nurse for 30 years, yes. you, just, you just give them a round of applause because thank you. Yes. You know, it took a minute. Um I was a, a nurse. I was a floor nurse for 11 years and then I kind of got burnt out and then I kind of happenstance into utilization review and medical review. And so since I've been in that, I, I pretty much love it. Oh, I bet you do. What type of floor nursing did you do before you made the transition? I've done um, med surge, med surge, like I said, nursing home and LTAX. And so I kind of got pretty burnt and in it. Um, I've done hospice. I was a hospice case manager. And I also was home care case manager. Okay. So, yeah, you got a good extensive background and we love it. So can you kind of give us like a definition of what utilization management is and how it relates to nursing? Yes. Um, Utilization review is, is basically the process of evaluating the medical necessity of a hospital stay or medical services. And so what that is communication between the hospital and the payer or insurance to see if the patient is medically necessary for the treatment that they're getting. Okay. And there's, and there's three types. There's three different types of utilization review. One is prospective review, which is done before the um, is done before um, services are rendered, like prior authorization, like if a patient have a surgery that they need to schedule or back surgery. A lot of those are prior authorization, so that would be pr- prospective review. And then you have concurrent review, which is what I do mostly. It's like head in the bed. The patient is in the hospital getting treatment, and then we do reviews every other day for that patient from um, admission to discharge. And then we have retrospective review, which a patient has left the hospital and then the hospital sends 
the payer um, the information for the pay, uh, to check to see if the patient is medically necessary to have the treatment that they have. Yeah, I usually, because I'm still kind of like part of the bedside team, prior authorization, I usually see a lot for our patients that are going from the hospital to the nursing home. Is that the same thing or is that different? That, that, that could be the same thing, but it's still under concurrent review because once the patient get discharged to the hospital, we still, even if they go to a, a SNF, they call it, skilled nursing facility, we still follow them until they discharge. Okay, okay, I got you. So can you kind of talk about, since we got the definition out the way, can you kind of talk about what a typical day looks like for you, um, what, your, what kind of what your schedule is? I work from 6.30 to 3.30, but, you know, once I come on, you know, I log in and we have these different platforms that you go on. The one platform that I use is called Asset. That brings up the member and all their information. And then we could go in there and um, chart in their information. And um, once we I get in there, then I can also go into what they call MCG or Milliman Care Guidelines. That's the evidence-based practice on how you're going to make the decision to see if this is medically necessary. It's a um, MCG. You go in, you look at the patient's symptoms, like if a patient come in with um, end-stage COPD and they had an exacerbation, you know, you get their oxygen level and you go in to um, MCG. And when you pull up COPD, it'll bring up all the symptoms. And that's how you make it meet is going back and forth from the patient record to the evidence-based criteria. And that's how you match it. If it don't match, it's observation or we don't approve it, which we have to send it to the medical director. If it meets, we approve and keep going. Okay, so you're doing that all day long for different types of diseases or is there a certain population you serve? No, it's all different types of diseases, heart attacks, COPD, trauma injuries, Anything that they have to go to the hospital for that's under that insurance, if they're under our insurance company, we have to do a medical review to make sure it's medically necessary for them to be seen. Okay, got you. So you have to be familiar with the disease process. You have to be familiar with the testing that goes along to confirm diagnosis. Things right. Like that, right. Yeah. Right. And then once you, you know, it's pretty, when you use Milliman Care Guidelines, it's pretty easy. All you're doing is matching it with the patient's symptoms and you click the little buttons that it and it'll tell you that it matched it'll turn green when you go in it's red and when you start clicking it turn green then you go in and you do your charting on you know like today's date is what the uh the sixth patient admitted for this and they approved and then that that's all you have to write in the chart and then you on to the next one so with that being said, how many, I guess, how many patients do you technically see in a shift, maybe? Um, it can range from um, like 14 to 15 a day. You know, it depends on how your queue is. You know, they give you, they assign you hospitals that you cover. So I cover several, several hospitals. So if somebody's admitted that day into the hospital, then I would get that. Okay. And you're yeah. and just for that, the entire hospital? The entire hospital. Wow. The okay. entire hospital. You figure how many people um, is admitted a day. A lot of people are observation. So we don't view those. We just do the concurrent review patient head in the bed. 
Okay, okay, I see now how you break it up because yes. mm -hmm. so you don't do anything with them after discharge, just when they're in the hospital. Just when they're in the hospital. Once they're discharged, then either um, most of them uh, either go home and mm -hmm. follow up with their primary caregiver. Or a lot of times, like I have a hospital where they have a swing bed, which they have a nursing home bed for mm -hmm. therapy. And so if they go to like therapy, we'll follow them until they're discharged from therapy. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what made you look at utilization management and was like, this is where I have to be. This is the type of nurse that I want to do. What drew you to the specialty? Yeah. When I was working in medical, when I had my first job with medical um, medical review for the MAC, for the Medicare administrative company, I knew automatically. I was like, yep, this is for me. Sit behind a cubicle. You know, at the time I was sitting behind a cubicle. I wasn't working from home. And I was just like, I was reviewing home health cases. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I love this. You know, because I was so burnt out on doing patient care and it just, it matched. I loved it from that point on. So you were initially in the office and then you transitioned to fully remote? Yeah, I was at a, I actually was on a contract. Uh, I was on a year contract and it was actually in the office. And then um, once I got that experience, I was able to go to a lot of other places. I traveled, I went to um, North Dakota and worked for another MAC. They had me out there for five weeks. They trained me, and then they sent me home with all my equipment, and I worked the entire length of the contract, which was like five years. So they sent me. That was my first time working from home, and once I started working from home, I was like, uh, no looking back. <laughs> so you've been working from home for a little bit now. I've been working from home, but I, I transitioned, too, because I, when I was doing COVID, I would go, and um, I, I was doing travel and doing uh, case management. I was doing case discharge planning. And so I kind of inter interchanged the two. It's kind of, almost kind of the same thing. When you're in the hospital with case management, you're trying to get people ready to get out the door and, you know, um, whether they need to go home or to a, a home health or to um, a skilled nursing facility, it's kind of the same. That's just on the back end. And then on the front end with the insurance, we follow them also. So it's a, it's a nice interchange. Yeah. They all mesh together. You were talking about the training a little bit. What did that look like? Like, what exactly did you have to do for training? Um, training, you just have another nurse, a preceptor that are train you. And that's another thing I wanted to say, too, is a lot of people be scared to apply because they don't have the experience. It doesn't matter. Always apply. You're a nurse. Somebody will train you. Every job you go to, they will train you. And so training, like you would get a preceptor, they'll sit with you, they'll teach you the systems, how to go in the systems, how to chart. So you'll have somebody sit with you for a good least four or five weeks before they let you do it on your own. And you oh. always have somebody to refer back to. So the training is really well. And, they, okay. and they're willing to train. They hire nurses that never done this before and they train them. Oh, that is that is nice to know because I was going to yeah. ask you feel like you have to have a certain amount of experience before you apply to a role like this? Or you no, like because when I first when I first started in utilization review, I did medical review, but I never did utilization review. And so I somebody trained me. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, you know, a lot of people don't apply because they feel like they don't they don't have the experience right. always apply because somebody, you know, if they're desperate enough, they'll bring you on and they'll train you. Yeah, they they if a, yeah you're right. If a company is looking for people and they're trying to scale and grow at a, a quick rate, they will bring you on. I do agree mm -hmm. with that. 
Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of contracts. It's a, um, I've been doing mainly for the last, I'll say, six years. I've been doing a lot of contract work. A lot of it's a lot of contracts out there that um, need utilization review nurses, and a lot of people they'll bring on and they'll, like I said, they'll train them. You can do it either contract or you can work through the insurance company. And hospitals have utilization review nurses also. Mm. Yep. Okay. So when you say contract, are you going through like an agency? Yep. You go through an agency. Before I started with UHC, I worked for this company called um, CSI. And I worked for them for a year. And they got you placed in this role? Yep. They, I, I did it for a year. And then they were like, well, you know, we want to bring you on. Yep. So I worked for them for a year. Okay. Okay. So well, now we're talking about contract work. Let's get into a little bit of the pay, if you don't mind. So no, how, did that, how did that differ from when you started to transition into the role? Did you have to take a pay cut initially? Was it the same? Was it a little bit more? Once I transitioned, I did take like a, a little pay cut, mm-hmm. but you know, it, it, but you figure I don't have to buy no gas. I can make I know my new right. lunch. <laughs> <I> know <that laughs> you know, right. you don't have to buy no whole new wardrobe. <laughs> you have to pay for parking at the hospital. That's right. Like, exactly. Like, well, you know, you take a little pay cut, but in the end, you know, it, it suffices because you don't have to pay for any of that, you know? So they sent you the equipment or were you able to have your own at home? No, they will send you everything. They send you uh, two monitors, a laptop. They send you um, headphones. Um, They also send you uh, the keyboard, mouse. They send you pretty much everything. They send everything. Now, I know you talked to, let's talk about the teamwork a little bit with this role. Like, I know sometimes in remote nursing, you're a little isolated. Do you feel like this with this position? Do you feel like you still have like that support, that teamwork? Absolutely. You know, we work through Microsoft Teams. Yes. So, you know, we're all on there together. And I always, you know, I ask questions about anything. (laughs) I always refer to one of my, you know, one of the nurses on my team, you know, the nurse that trained me for the position, um, I refer to her a lot and I refer to my supervisor. She's very receptive for questions. And so it, you can ask anything. I, it's really a good team, even though you're not seeing each other every day, but going through Microsoft Teams and being able to talk to each other and call each other, it, it's pretty, you know, I love it. Okay. Okay. I see, you I see the team, bit. the teamwork and, and the camaraderie go. is really good. Yeah. The, the teamwork is really good. Everybody, you know, you can approach people, you ask questions and, you know, it, it's really, it's good. You have the support. You have good. the support that you need. That's nice. And then my next question for you would be, what type of like skills do you really need to do well in this position? Would you say? Well, you know, assessment skills, basically mm-hmm. you need assess, you need your assessment skills as a nurse, you know, and then you also typing, you know, typing yeah. is thing. You have to learn how to type, you know, which which is not bad. You know, you can yeah. still do the job, but, mm-hmm. you know, but just, you know, your nursing assessment skills. And, you know, a lot, like I said, you go through that Milliman care guidelines, not, you know, you assess it, see if that patient, and most of the time you will know before you even go through MCG that that patient meets for inpatient level of care. So, but yeah, so, you know, um, you know, so you, you know, once you, have your nursing assessment skills. Some I've known a, a couple of nurses that never even went into like um, med surgery or anything. Some nurses get hired right on to work from home. 
Mm. You know, I've known a couple That's of nice. nurses like that. I've known, yeah, I've known a couple that 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 happened to. But you know, as long as you have your nursing assessment skills and you're able to apply them, that that's pretty much all you need. And to learn how to type and you know, learn how to go through the systems and pretty computer savvy. Yeah, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. Yeah, I agree. Very, be a very tech savvy or having the IT's number like, like yeah, right mm-hmm. next to your desk. Like right. <laughs> exactly. So. On my TikTok, Remote RN, like when I'm posting my content about remote nursing, like the number mm-hmm. one thing that comes up is, you know, nurses are worried about losing their nursing skills and things like that. How do you feel about that? What do you think? You know what? I think that because you see so much come in, you know, you read your patient medical record. So you, um, you're you learning because, mm-hmm. you know, you'll learn on a lot of skills, how they process stuff, people, you know, what kind of drugs they're on, what meds, what antibiotics. You're still in the learning process. So even though you're not touching the patient, you're still learning a lot about okay. the patient and, and it's, it's constant learning. So it, there's nothing you, you could take away from a nurse doing that. Only thing is, is you're not actually touching the patient. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. The nursing degree is still valid no matter where you go. How right. you you still a nurse. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some some people when you tell them you work from home, they say, Oh, you're not a nurse anymore. I'm like, Yes, I'm still a nurse. I'm very much a nurse. Y'all can look me up on nurses. I have right. licenses. Right. <laughs> right. And the okay. one thing I did do is I got several licenses. Like, like I got a California license because California really need a lot of utilization review nurses. They're hiring all the time, contract and permanent positions. So, you know, like I said, people apply. You're a nurse. As long as you got nursing skills and, you know, you got your um, your skills up to date, you could, you could do this. Yeah, you can do this. Yep. apply. Because there's so many nurses, you know, when I'm posting my content on TikTok asking me, you know, how many years do I need to transition to remote? How do you get a remote nursing job? This, that, and the third. And if you didn't know about utilization management, now you do. Right. <laughs> and I have to tell a lot of people, too, like when you go on Indeed or those job search, mm-hmm. always put in a utilization review and never put, don't put the state. Put remote and it'll bring up all those uh, mm. positions. Also on LinkedIn, just put uh, utilization review and then put remote or don't put nothing for the state and then it'll bring up all those jobs. But it's a lot of contract positions out there. I have like, I had like four people call me last week saying that, you know, they needed nurses to do utilization review. Mm, What's a lot out there? Mm, we have to talk after this. Okay. We're looking to um, get some contracts here. Yeah. Get some contracts. What do you consider to be the most rewarding part about working remotely as a nurse or doing utilization management? Um, like I said, con- you're constantly learning. It's always different stuff. And that's what I love about it. Um, you know, just putting my skill, being able to still put my skills to work, even as a remote nurse, mm-hmm. you know, and I live in, in Wisconsin, so it's kind of <laughs> cold and snowy and I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's yep. right. Yep. I love working from home. I do. Yes, it is. Yeah, but the one thing I do do to keep it all in check is that I do. You do have to leave the house. You do (laughs) whether you go to the grocery (laughs) store. You have to get some fresh air. Yes, you know you have to leave the house. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, we do have to leave the house. And that goes into the next question. How do you maintain a healthy work-life balance while working remotely as a nurse? Right. And, you know, you could get caught up working all day and all night. Mm-hmm. When my shift is over, I shut down. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't stay over, you know, unless I'm asked to stay over or to work overtime, which is rarely ever. But I work-life balance when I'm at home. When, when I'm off, I'm off. I don't touch the computer again mm-hmm. until it's time to go to work. I know that's so, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's right. And get out the house. <laughs> Andrea, y'all, y'all hear her. Get out the get house. Get out the house. Oh, you'll go crazy. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go ahead and try to wrap it up here. What advice would you offer to nurses considering to transition into utilization management? We touched on this a little bit, but you know, okay. just take your time. Don't get frustrated. It's a lot to learn. And being a, a good utilization review nurse, it's going to take you about a year before you get all of your, you know, skills up to par. Don't give up. Continue, you know, continue to try to apply for those jobs if that's something that you want to do. You know, somebody, you know, somebody will hire you and just give yourself time to learn. It's a big transition from coming to the floor to being, a lot of people can't work from home. A lot of people don't like being by themselves you know, or, or just not being around other people, you have to give your t- yourself time to adjust to being a remote nurse. All right, Andrea, can you let nurses know where they can find you if they want to learn more or try to link up and- you Oh, sure, you can, you can reach me. You can reach me by Facebook. It's Andrea um, Andrea A. Brown. Or if you really want to uh, talk, you can um, inbox me or you can call me 414-839-7564. And I don't mind helping anybody learn how to do it. Yep. You can always call me. Thank you, Andrea. And I will help you. I've I've helped people with their resumes too and help them get jobs. So I kind of, (laughs) yep, I kind of help put their resume together and show them how to piece it together to, you know, uh, get them hired. Yes, Andrea. Yes, we love to see nurses helping nurses. Each one, teach one. A lot of nurses are like that. You know, each one, teach one. That's how I feel about it. And that's how you grow the community. That's how you give back. That's how you do all of that. Yes, yes. My name is Ava. I'm the chief executive and founder of the Remote Nurse Staffing Agency. Um, I will put more information about the agency below, nurseyconnect.com. I'll also put Andrea's information below, too, like her Facebook. Uh, I'll, add her phone, I'll add her phone number in the show notes. Again, I'm the owner of the Remote Nurse Staffing Agency, Nursey Connect. We're looking to place inpatient virtual nurses, Um, psychiatric nurse practitioners and remote nurse case managers so if you are interested in that please submit a resume to nurseyconnect.com andrea thank you so much for being on the show oh you're so welcome bye y'all all right take care thank you